0: Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Allemirsch. Hi, everyone. It's wonderful to be back with you again and to be able to share a little bit with you today. Hi, Norma. How are you?
1: Hi, everyone. Yes, Hi, Carrie. I'm great. I've had a a good week so far. How has your week been?
0: Yeah, it's been absolutely beautiful here in British Columbia, Canada. We are seeing amazing heat and clear sky. so very fun, very fun. And have have you been doing anything really crazy this week, Norma?
1: Not really, seeing that you spoke about the weather, you are in the northern hemisphere. I'm in the southern hemisphere. I am in Johannesburg, in South Africa, and the cold has just hit us. So, yes, I can see that you are so lightly dressed today, but I'm sitting here with my sweater on and uh, have a, a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I have a blanket around me at this point. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to today. Isn't that
0: so amazing? Yeah. That's cool. Living on the same planet with two very different realities happening. (laughs) Right. So today, Norma and I are going to be sharing with you a little bit about the word empowerment and that concept of being empowered. And so I was sharing with Norma a, a bit just about the idea that I believe we all have power, that every human being, every created thing has power. And so that as as God's created being and having been made in his image that each one of us is empowered to do and to live and to serve in some way. And so we're gonna get into that a little bit and I, I know we have a lot to say, but probably in some ways we'll only be scratching the surface of this amazing topic. But why don't we just get started right away and sort of dive in to see where it takes us today.
1: I just want to maybe share a little bit about how I see empowerment. And if you go back to the, like the dictionary meaning of empower, it really talks about strength. It talks about authority to do something. And I think if we want to empower ourselves and we want to empower the people around us, we have to take that authority over our own life, taking control of our own life and making decisions that is right for us not necessarily always decisions other people are going to like and i think very importantly is just recognize that we all have a purpose and that we created for a purpose and we have to take authority over that assignment or purpose that was was planned for us and and fulfill that purpose and i think if we on taking authority over our life, taking control and making decisions, we're never going to get to that ultimate purpose where we fulfill that purpose and we serve the people that we were put on this earth to serve. That's like the true sense of empowerment to me. Maybe you can give us your version of how will that empowerment look like for you?
0: Right. No, I 100%, 100% agree with you on that. And I, I love that you use the word take control and and the authority and and I even see it the word I use is responsibility you know when we've been empowered to do something we've been given this assignment you could say to fulfill and to use our lives for um, we also then have a responsibility to live that out and but I like the I like that you use the word authority there Because that's exactly what empowered means is to give the authority to to do the work or to do the whatever it is. And, And so in my life, I think I would have I would have benefited from hearing those words early on in my in my life. I think I would have seen my responsibility and my opportunity. Differently, if I would have been thinking of it in those terms. But even now, realizing the the cost of of not knowing that and, and understanding how now there's this beautiful thing in my life that I have this this opportunity to use the life that I've been given to serve in a certain way, in multiple ways in in my life it just gives, it's kind of like that it gives purpose in a sense. And yet the purpose was given already and the power to do it. So I think it's just this, it's kind of like a circle, right? It, it One feeds the other and creates the momentum and the the drive. And really, it for me, it brings up a lot of joy in my life. I think we love to be fulfilling our purpose. And we really get a lot of of enjoyment out of knowing that we are doing that and so it that's to me and maybe some people don't don't prefer the word responsibility maybe it feels really heavy for them but for me the thought of being responsible for something makes me feel great I love that feeling so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: just depends how how that would strike somebody but we all have being empowered, I believe the fact that we have life, the fact that God created each one of us, I believe we've been given an assignment to do, as you have said earlier, and I just think it's so, so powerful to know that we can live and our lives mean something important to the whole aspect of what's happening in the world today, we're here at this time, we're here on purpose And then so then taking that power that's been given to us and live it out is really a really beautiful thing. So I was going to ask you a question. Can you think of a time in your life where you really experienced this empowerment in a in a special way or in a notable way that that you could share with us today?
1: There's no specific like incident where I can refer back to saying this was a true empowerment moment for me. I think just in general, moments of insight that I've had, which really had an impact and where I felt this empowerment in my life is number one, I think, where you discover that God has a purpose for your life and we were put on earth for a reason and that only I can go and fulfill this purpose so no one else can do what was given to me to do so that is quite empowered that feels quite empowered because I know that I don't have to compete with anyone else I just like am on my own journey on my own road and I need to go serve the people that I was given to serve and I think the the second instance would be where I really got involved with personal development and. I realized all these things that I never knew before, like we can intentionally think something and that our the way that we think actually creates the reality in our life and the way that we think causes us to feel a certain way and that then drives us to go and do the things that we do in the world. And I think that was also a moment of empowerment because I knew that my outcomes in the world isn't dependent on people around me or the world or whatever the world throws at you, that I have so much power and I never used to give myself that much credit and that I had so much power. So those were, I think, two instances where I could truly say I really felt empowered.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I was thinking about empowerment when it comes to our children as as a parent raising kids how important it is also to sort of help them recognize this because as I shared before not realizing when I was empowered first of all and I just thought it was normal and then not realizing how I was disempowering myself I think just the awareness of of the power of being given a, a, an assignment and a role and then really helping a child live into that is such a neat way to help them start understanding the, sort of how to live an empowered life would just be so beneficial. Like for for me now, my kids are <laughs> raised and they're raising their own kids. And so I just think about maybe how can I empower my grandchildren? Like, how can I show them That they are making choices, which, you know, they're aware of that at least, but how those choices are coming from a place of being a human being, as as you've said, who are created in God's image for a purpose and then showing them how they're making conscious decisions each day and how they're living out that purpose or how they're sometimes avoiding (laughs) that and looking maybe for another adult to tell them what to do versus for them to really be aware of those um, choices and those moments that they have of taking that authority in their lives I believe I did that for my kids I just didn't know that that's what it was and I would just think there's so much importance in them understanding it and remembering that there's really never a time that we're not empowered in fact even the times where we choose to submit to an authority in our lives whether that's Mm -hmm. whatever legal or whatever that that we are choosing that that is a an empowering thought really we are choosing to put ourselves in a place of of weight and allow somebody else to lead and then sometimes Mm -hmm. we move back into that role where we're doing all of the decision-making and that sort of thing.
1: Yes, I love what you say, because I think a lot of times where we are in a position where someone else is leading, someone else has the authority, we sometimes think we are disempowered because we're not in that, that place of authority. And I think that can be so far from the truth, because although we, let's say, submit to the a, a power in a work situation or whatever the case is, we still have so much power because we have, we again take control of our life and we make decisions for ourselves every single day to get us the results that we want in our life and how that then fits in with into the bigger picture. So I think when people talk about they don't have choices, they don't have any say, I think that is so far from the truth and that just disempowers us.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, right? We choose to believe that we don't have a choice. That's such a, Mm. I don't, it's, what is it? A way maybe of sidestepping Mm -hmm. our own part in whatever is going on and also trying to advocate then also our role or our our responsibility in a situation. And so Mm -hmm. it is always, I believe, a little bit of a dance of, stepping forward in into a certain role and then stepping back but doing them always with that those empowering thoughts and that understanding of that I am choosing to move forward in this role mm-hmm. I see this is a place for me to lead and to sort of have the power the carry the the load a little bit and then this is also a place with you know with the, within the power that I have to choose to submit is a very, is a very strong position, actually, because now you're in a place where you can encourage and uplift and and come behind somebody else who is currently in that role. And you can be such an amazing support, I mean, even a driving force sometimes mm-hmm. that keeps the other person who's out front. It kind of makes me think of like the geese when they fly in formation sort of thing, the birds that are behind that lead goose are not half efforting that like they are fully in it and in fact some of their effort is helping the one who's Mm -hmm. out front so just a neat position to be in either whether you're up front or you're in the in the the supporting role how empowering that actually is
1: that's right I think this is where our self-concept comes in and where we can really grow this is where the personal growth part comes in is that we can, doesn't necessarily have to be in the lead always to feel good about ourselves and to feel that we have a contribution to make and that we have value to add. I think this is the part where we can really grow and we can grow our skills. We can become better listeners, better communicators. We can learn to to encourage or to support in a situation where someone else is leading and we don't necessarily have to go to that place of, well, this person must be better or whatever the thing is. And I think for me, in my younger years, because maybe the confidence wasn't there and maybe the self-belief also wasn't there, but where I am and this point where I am in my life now, I really would use it as a, a place to, to develop myself, maybe see all my insecurities and maybe the doubts that I have. And rather work on it than to think that maybe this is negative, this person does it better. That's why they are in maybe the lead position. What can you add to that?
0: No, I think that's I think that's great. I think that's really the essence of it, right? is under understanding that, as an empowered human being, we don't have to fight for it we always have it and so when you become secure in that and you understand mm-hmm. that then i think we can be so much more of a confident human right as we as we live our lives we we don't we don't start looking around to see how much more somebody else is there's not the comparison there's not the the worry of promoting ourselves in any way, we're just able to fully live into the role that we're given in that moment and recognize what that role is and then live it out wholeheartedly rather than struggling with trying to be seen or trying to hide, right? We can each one just show up fully as as a person that has a role to play and then just play that role and stop struggling and looking for position, let's say.
1: I also think that if you we think about being the servant and we're here to serve other people, then I don't think those are even thoughts that comes to mind because it at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who leads. We are here to, and as I said in the beginning, we are here to fulfill our purpose and if I'm only concerned about fulfilling my purpose and making sure that I serve the people that I was put here to serve, then that wouldn't even be a concern. I just want to go further and maybe ask you to just think about what is the, maybe the approaches that you think that we can take to maybe empower ourselves or if we want to empower other people.
0: Yeah I was thinking about how to express that and I was I was remembering a story of I was working in a role where I was a substitute for somebody else and so that was my role was just to be available to substitute when the leader wasn't there I would be there and She had given me a heads up that she would be away and I began to work on preparing what I would need to do while she was away and I was wanting to run, (laughs) run it past her. And she, as I began to tell her sort of what I was going to do, she said, listen, I know 100% that you've been given this role, and I trust that, and that you will live up to all the things that you need to do. And so. I'm not going to get involved in going through the details with you because I totally believe that this is your your role. This is what you're called to do. And so that was huge because she knew I would also then be, it was just so much, I felt responsibility that she was giving me that I also became very aware of what it felt like to be empowered to have somebody else's trust or faith in in me or at least in the call that had been put on my life that they didn't need to approve of it for me that it would be really between me and God (laughs) and that she was trusting that more than she was in her her lead role being able to oversee me she just really entrusted it and I thought that was really powerful for me because I was, you know, I was already in well into my 30s and, and still looking now for some kind of reinforcement or approval. And it really put me out there to check in with myself. What is my role here? What have I been asked to do? Am I fulfilling that role to the to the best of what I'm able to know and do? And am I also willing then to walk in that faith and, and just trust and so it it built me up in a lot of in a lot of ways
1: i think also what i can maybe add there is to i think meet the person where they are not to want them to move quicker or or slower than they are willing to go because i think that can maybe get someone to maybe lose interest or maybe have a lack of confidence in a certain area. So I think that's quite important. And even in the work that we do with coaching our clients, we can't want our clients to reach their goals more than they want to. We have to meet them where they are and go at their own pace. And that doesn't mean that we don't challenge them at times. But I think if I think through my own personal growth that I was in a position where I was very new to a, let's say, speaking, and the person that allowed me to speak to their audience was so patient, and although I knew that this person could have given me a lot of pointers and a lot of feedback early on, he actually didn't do that. He just let me like, find my own voice and make the mistakes and and just learn from my own mistakes, And I was quite frustrated with him at one point because I kept asking him for feedback so that I could improve and I could get better. And he always just said, Norma, you're doing a good job. And now that I look back, if he would have been harsh and he would have answered all my questions and given me the feedback that I wanted at that point, I would most probably not be here today and having done the speaking, for instance, that I've done up until now. So I am so grateful for people that empower us and maybe trusting us and believing in us more than we actually believe in ourselves. So it just brings up this absolute like gratitude for this person that that person was in my life at that point. <laughs> maybe you can share, have you had another example of, of a, a situation where where someone believed in you well, and that contributed yeah, I, to where you are today.
0: I was I was just thinking that as you were speaking was just that is the that is a hundred percent what we do for other people that we are coaching is, is we believe in them, right? And and what they can do more than they believe in themselves. That is the whole point of having a coach. And so I think yeah, have I had other coaches in my life? I think I have. And, and sometimes it comes up in a way that's not, sometimes they look like a cheerleader, but a lot of times they look like somebody who is even challenging us, right? With our thoughts and our and our beliefs and really helping us to dig down a little bit deeper. I I think it can look different in different situations, but always the idea that the other person knows and believes that you can get there and that you have it either within your mind already within your brain or within your being, there's, there's this ability that you just haven't quite seen yet. And so they just keep believing and showing you that they believe in you and, and challenging you. I think I love, I love what you said though. It's not, it's not a pushing it's, it's a challenging, it's a very different sort of effort or energy that comes from that place of just knowing I just know you can do this rather than come on go you know and pushing from so really good and yeah I think I think I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of people in my life where if I look back now they have been standing along the sidelines and cheering me on all along and it's so beautiful when when you stop to really think about these things. And we probably could go around and and thank a few of them. It sounds like from what you're saying, (laughs) (laughs) Uh you know, as we become aware, it would do well to, to really thank them for what, what they've been in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's really good.
1: That brings me to the skills that is important for empowerment. And as you were talking, I, I think that patience is so important and I think that we have to, not wanting to do the work for the other person. I think that is absolutely just the opposite of empowerment because if we could keep doing the work um, just because we think it is the right way or we do it better, then that the other person is not going to, it take anything away from it and I think of, of our kids as an example we are sometimes very impatient and we just want to do things for them and I think that is the worst thing we can do is just to we need to allow them to also make the mistakes that we've made and we have to have the patience to to allow the other person to take things at their own pace and also learn learn for themselves
0: yeah that reminds me of some of the 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 Christmas trees that were decorated only four feet and down or the you know because you let the kids decorate the Christmas tree and I remember I would go (laughs) I would start off helping you know we were all doing it together and then I just couldn't stand it anymore to watch and just see what was happening that I would say will you guys finish up here and I'm going to go make sure the cookies are ready for when we're done or whatever and I would just stay in the kitchen because I could not control my own impulse to want to move things and of course you're a I was a younger mom and a, a housekeeper and I wanted it to look a certain way and to just leave it all on the bottom four feet and just be excited to host Christmas that year and just talk about how beautiful it was (laughs) yeah how that really empowers your kids and like you said not to come along and do it for them or to change it once you've given them the authority and the assignment to just keep your hands off of it after that and just cheer them on and applaud them for how well they've done I can see that in my life still today I think I have aunts and uncles who do that for me my parents have both passed away but I have I have that within our own family, but also within some friends and and that sort of thing that business colleagues, what have you, that I probably look like the child who is still hanging everything on the bottom four foot of a tree, (laughs) but they keep cheering (laughs) me on anyway. So, yeah.
1: I think listening is also an important one and listening without judgment and compassion for the other person. And again, asking the right questions. Because it's not answering those questions for them or giving them the answers, but but asking those powerful questions so that they can start thinking differently about the way they think about a certain situation. And if we're not going to ask them powerful, high-quality questions, they're just going to... So, sort of like, think on the level that they're currently thinking, and that's not going to get them to the where they want to be. So, we need to challenge them in a way with those good questions, and and get them to like open their minds, like open. Also, like maybe build that confidence and build that self-belief through the the questions that we ask, so that they can come come to their insights, their own wisdom, and have the confidence to. Like be bold and maybe take risks and maybe set bigger goals and and dreams for themselves.
0: Yeah, really, that's really exciting, isn't it? I, I get excited just hearing you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And just lastly, what can empowerment contribute to our personal growth and, in actual fact, all just our general well-being?
0: It would seem that if all of what we've said up until now that that there is a that there is a purpose for our lives and that 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 that's what we were intended to do here in this time that we're alive then anything that we can do to help somebody first of all recognize the power that they have and then how to live it out how to manage right that that power and understand how it can be used and help them fulfill that role that they've been given i think everybody wins anytime we try to hold somebody back or resist the what they've been given to do and we sort of stand in the way and of course we don't always see that we're doing that but when whenever we spoon feed or take over and and do for people things that they could actually learn to do for themselves and develop that way i think we they're causing harm we are not again bringing awareness to me that has that is always the beginning mm-hmm. right is to bring the awareness mm-hmm. that this is a thing and being empowered having power is something that we all have we are alive We have power, that's it. There's responsibility that goes with it. And how do you want to start taking that authority that you've been given and start becoming the person and doing the work and the service that we've been called to do? I think every time we can do that for another human being, we are helping them become more and more of who they are intended to be. And more importantly, I think than that, they are ready to serve their fellow man in a certain way that, that they were called to do and made to do in the first
1: place. Yeah, I agree. I think if we want to use empowerment to personally grow, we can definitely do that. I like what you said about awareness. Awareness is always as well the key thing for me. If we take control and we know we have authority over our life, then we need to actually go and do the work. We need to sit down and figure out, oh, okay, well, what is it that I want? What is it that, where do I want to get to? And what do I need to do actually to get there? And it is going to be a very uncomfortable. We're going to put ourselves out there. We are going to get out of our comfort zone. But I think that is part of that personal growth. Also seeing I've I've referred to it earlier our insecurities bringing all our stuff up to the surface so we can actually work on it and although it's again very uncomfortable but as soon as we start doing it we see that we actually just it's just a benefit to our lives and the more we can stop distracting ourselves and finding stuff to do and distracting ourselves with social media or eating or whatever we do when we feel uncomfortable, the sooner we, we actually process those feelings and we, we maybe lean into the challenges the we'll see that we are so capable and we have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for. So just to wrap it up, empowerment is all about giving, you know, ourselves firstly, and then other individuals that come into contact with that we want to empower the tools to take control of their lives, to help them realize that they have so much power that they can make informed decisions and that they were created for a purpose. And it only they can fulfill the purpose that they were put on this earth to do. So that's what we have for you today. And I had such a great time with you, Kerry. Thank you everyone for being here. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye, Norma. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking, what's next? and let's continue to thrive together.